0: All right. I just want to say I accidentally listened to the last episode and it sounds like I don't know how to read and I'm very sorry. I think I was very distracted. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Are you falling asleep soon here? You look like you're cozied up to fall asleep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I thought our dog got kicked by one of the horses. Turns out what happened? I think he I think he got stung by a bunch of wasps. Hey, you're going to knock that stuff off your bed. Can you fix that? Yeah. Thanks. All right. The Girl in the Locked Room, a ghost story, chapter 22. <clears throat> Lily. But that's not the end of the story. It's just the end of the happy part. The noise of galloping horses wakes her from her dreams of picnics and chocolate cake. She opens her eyes and sees Mama standing by her bed, her face barely visible in the dark. Startled, Lily sits up, wide awake. She grasps her mother's hand and senses her fear. Why is someone coming to call her so late? Who is it? What do they want? She's frightened. Mama pulls Lily out of bed. Quick, she whispers, run upstairs to Papa's studio. Do not make a sound. Lock the door behind you. Hide in the wardrobe and do not come out until Papa and I come for you. As Mama speaks, someone pounds on the kitchen door and shouts, "'Let us in, Bennett! We've got business to settle!' Papa says something, and Lily hears the door burst open and bang against the wall. A man in heavy boots barges in the house, cursing and yelling. Another follows him. "'Get out of my house, Bailey. You're out of your mind with drink,' Papa says. "'Go home and sleep it off, or I'll report you to the sheriff.' Lily clings to Mama.' what does Mr. Bailey want? Don't worry, your papa will take care of it. I'm afraid, Lily whispers. Please let me stay with you. Mama rushes her towards the stairs to the third floor. Do as I say, Lily. I'll explain later. Downstairs, something heavy crashes to the floor. Glass breaks. The noise is terrifying. Mama shoves Lily to the stairs. Go, she whispers. Go now. Mama sounds angry, whimpering with fear. Lily does as she's told. Her legs are weak. Her feet barely move and they barely make any noise. In silent ha- in silent haste, she slips into Papa's studio and locks the door behind her. The smell of oil paint and turpentine mixed with the odor of Papa's pipe. The, fi- the familiar aroma makes it seem as though Papa is in the studio playing hide and seek with her. Lily obeys Mama and hides in the wardrobe. She ducks under Mama's old dress and curls up in the back where she where the shadows are the darkest, no one will find her here. She's a mouse, a rabbit, a tiny creature that knows how to be still. The noise downstairs grows louder. The men's voices rise. Mama screams and screams again. Lily hears explosions, two, three, maybe more. She recognizes the sound of gunfire. There's more cursing, more thuds and bangs. She whimpers and burrows deeper into the dressers. The fragrance of Mama's scent lingers in the silk, but Lily doesn't feel safe now. Something is terribly wrong. From the yard, Aunt Nellie cries, "You drunken fools! What have you done? Where's the girl?" Mister Bailey shouts. His voice comes for Lily's bedroom on the third floor. Uh, on the second, on the floor below. He runs up up the stairs. When someone is someone is with him, not Papa. It must be Ellis Dixon. They stop at the locked door and struggle to open it. They throw themselves against it. Where's Papa? Why doesn't he stop them? She wants to call him, but she forces herself to be quiet. One sound and they'll find her. Open the door, Lily, Mr. Bailey shouts. We won't hurt you. She hears the anger in his voice. He's lying. If she opens the door, he'll hurt her. beat her with his fist the way that he beats Aunt Nellie. Her face will be bruised like Aunt Nellie's. Both her eyes will be black and her head will hurt. He might even kill her. Lily presses her hands over her heart in hopes that she can keep the men from hearing her heart beating so fast and so loud. Papa will come soon. He must. Aunt Nellie shouts again. Her voice shakes with fear. Please, please, you you got what you came for. Forget the child. She's done you no harm. Leave her be. Why is Aunt Nellie here? Why doesn't she fetch the sheriff? Aunt Nellie is afraid of Mr. Bailey, and that's why she doesn't get help. No matter how much she loves Lily, she'll do what her husband tells her to do. She always does. One of the men kicks the studio door so hard it flies open. They're in the room now. She smells tobacco and whiskey and perspiration. She smells anger and hate, too. In the yard, Aunt Nellie cries, What are you doing up there? She ain't here, Charlie. She... Ellen Dixon said, she's probably hiding in the woods or something. Come on, let's go or we can get get away. We got the money. Ellen Dixon runs up the stairs, but Mr. Bailey closes the studio door and locks it from the outside. By the time you get this open, he shouts, we'll be long gone. Downstairs, the men drag things out of the house. Large bundles, maybe. Her heart thumps. Oh, no, 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 Aunt Nellie cries. You promise not to shut your mouth. There's a loud crack, a loud smacking sound and Aunt Nellie cries out in pain. You said one, you say one word about what happened here and I'll kill you. He yells to Aunt Nellie and you know I will. Charlie, Ellie Dixon shouts, give me a hand. I need some help. After long after the horses gallop away, Lily stays in the wardrobe and waits. Where mama and where are mama and papa? Why don't they come? Perhaps the men tied them up. Surely they'll get loose soon and come rescue her. But the house is quiet. No boards creak, no one climbs the stairs, no one speaks, no one calls her name, as if no one is here, no one at all, except Lily. At, the last, at last, the morning sun slants through the windows and pokes fingers of light under the, window, under the wardrobe door. Lily stays where she is. Her body, her body is stiff and cramped from huddling in the same position for so long, but she obeys Mama and waits. She's hungry and thirsty she cries have mom and papa forgotten her they do not come that day but someone else does men tramp through the house they call her name but she doesn't recognize their voices she's afraid that they've come to harm her she doesn't answer the men and she doesn't open the door she promised to mom she promised to wait for mom and papa a promise cannot be broken no matter what <clears throat> after she, after they leave she selects a stick of Papa's charcoal and begins to draw on the wall. Her hand moves rapidly, and she tells the story in pictures. It's not her best drawing, but she's in a hurry. She must not forget what happened when she comes to the end of the story. It feels hollowed out like a dead tree. She's also very tired, so tired. She makes her way to the wardrobe on legs and that barely hold her up. She crawls inside and burrows herself into her mother's dress she breathes in her mother's perfume she falls into a deep sleep